Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our podcast for Tuesday, the 24th of August, 2021. You're welcome to our Mavilla Midweek uh, podcast as we continue uh, our mini-series looking at people together in Jesus, recognising that uh, the opportunities that we have to come together uh, encourages us in fellowship, but also shows us uh, the greater purposes of what God is doing in our lives also. This is uh, the last in this mini-series as we come together in this evening. Uh, we're going to be looking at some very familiar words in uh, Matthew's Gospel. We're going to be thinking about, as we come together, the purpose that God has given to us. But as we come together this evening, may you know God's rich blessing. May you know that warmth of Christian fellowship as we take time in his word, as we pray, and as we listen uh, to some praises also. Let me begin this evening with these words uh, from Psalm 106. It says, Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love it endures forever. Who can proclaim the mighty acts of the Lord or fully declare his praise? We come to worship God this evening, to recognise his glory and his power, and to know that through Jesus he has called us to proclaim his name, to show others what it means to worship him. Let us come to our God now in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have, Lord, to know of your goodness and your love working in our lives. To know, Lord, that through uh, the Lord Jesus, we have the, the, uh, the opportunity, Lord, to have that relationship with you daily. Lord, to know uh, of the access that we have to you, the God of all this earth, and the one whose love endures forever. Lord, how great a thing it is to know of your goodness, to know, Lord, of the deep love that you have shown to us. How it will compel us, Lord, to live our lives. How it will uh, put us on steady footing in all that we may face. And so this evening, Lord, we come before you. Lord, recognize how easily we could drift away from you. How easily, Lord, we build barriers in our lives against you. And Lord, we confess the things in our lives that are not of you, so that we may know that joy in Jesus, the opportunity we have to come together in his name. We pray this evening, as we take time in your word, Lord, that we may have the, the uh, opportunity, Lord, uh, to uh, just to seek you, to know, Lord, of your presence with us and to know that joy of the Holy Spirit guiding and directing us in our lives. We ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, let us begin this evening with our first item of praise, uh, sung by Jonathan Ray and his family, Come People of the Risen King. Come, 
Please turn with me now to our scripture reading this evening. It's taken from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 28, and we're going to read verses 18 to 20, right at the end of Matthew's Gospel, these familiar words, known to us as the Great Commission. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Here we end the reading of God's word to us this evening. Those familiar words that I'm sure many of us have heard many times recognizing God's call on our lives in Jesus. Let's come to God in prayer before we take some time in looking at this. Heavenly Father, 
we pray that as we take time in your word this evening, that we have that awareness of what it means to know of you, Lord, to know of your hand in our lives and to know what you have called us to do. Not, Lord, that's just our individual lives, but as people coming together, Lord, that you have called us uh, to proclaim your name, to show others the kingdom in you. Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. I wonder, uh, as we <coughs> begin to think about this idea of us coming together and the purpose that God has called us. Can you think back to a time in which you've been training for something or maybe it was even the first day you started your first job where you had done so much work and studying in school and exams and it was the first day that you really felt uh, this is what everything was leading up to. There was nobody supervising you anymore. There was no training manuals, but this was it. You were out, ready to go. Maybe another way of looking at it is that if you can remember back to passing your driving test or learning to drive, where you took those many weeks in lessons. Uh, If you're my day, you'd done the theory as well beforehand and had to pass that test. But it was that first trip on the road on your own. You were able to turn the radio on for the first time and you were the one who was in control or you were the one whose responsibility it was for this vehicle on the road. And I suppose it's a little bit like these disciples as Jesus uh, looks to them after the years that they've spent with him, learning more and more about who he is and what it means to follow him, to see that now God has called them to go out into this world and to make disciples in Jesus' name. The last command of Jesus is go and make disciples of all nations. This great commission is the response to meeting the risen Lord Jesus Christ. It is not until the disciples have personally met with the risen Lord Jesus that they are consumed with a passion to go and to tell others. If evangelism, if evangelism is at a low ebb in parts of the worldwide church, could it be it's because many have never had that personal life-changing encounter with Jesus? The Great Commission, it springs from worship. It flows uh, from a sense of coming together in Jesus' name. And here, as we think about what begins this, what actually starts this world mission? Well, it is the resurrected Lord Jesus. The spread of the gospel is one of the indicators that Matthew shows the truth of what he proclaims. By the time that he wrote the gospel, he had had already gone into many parts of the known world. And loads of new disciples were crowding into the church. And the Christians were sure that what started it all was the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. They believed the Lord lives. It is the end of the earthly story of Jesus. It is the end of the training of the twelve. They are now to do the discipling. Although they do still remain disciples themselves. In one sense, their apprenticeship is over. 
So another theme of this gospel is the authority of Jesus. It is Jesus appears on the scene as a teacher who has authority back in chapter 7. The miracles in chapter 8 onwards show his authority not simply in word but in deed. He is even given authority to forgive sins in chapter 9. So here in these words, he imparts his authority to his followers. They are his empowered representatives. He gives them all authority in heaven and on earth, heavenly authority in place of the earthly authority offered uh, to him by the devil at uh, Jesus' temptation. A greater authority. So the role of the disciples to become uh, evangelists and teachers is to be found in the other Gospels as well. The outcome is a revelation in Christ. Once you find it, you long to spread it to others. The concluding theme of all four Gospels is the baton has been passed on from the Master to the disciples. The power of the risen Christ is available for those disciples. The commandment of the risen Christ is given for those disciples. They must go and make disciples and the promise of the risen Christ is their comfort and stay. Nothing shall ever rob them of his presence. The gospel began, the, the gospel of Matthew began with the assurance that this baby is to be born and would be Emmanuel, God with us. And here it closes with the assurance that he is with them still and he will be with them to the end of time. This promise is not merely for an individual, but it is for the, the, the body of the church, the group that uh, Jesus has brought together to proclaim his name. So as we think of this, we see that the Great Commission is always directed outwards to the unreached. The Christian church may never uh, look into a comfortable club of like-minded. It's always called to be discipling, to look outwards. Matthew is provided not only for his own church, but for all time, a magnificent, well-organized tool for carrying out the Great Commission with, uh, with uh, which his, with his gospel ends. The presence and the authority of Jesus are specifically attached to his command to fulfill this Great Commission. So that is why with Christians in hard places, uh, in many parts of the world at this day, are finding new believers flooding into their churches. It is an outward thrust that will delight the heart of Matthew. The gospel, it ends with God. The God who tore the curtain down to allow his disciples to come into his presence, commissioning his bewildered, this bewildered, uncertain group of followers to go out from his presence to all the nations and to make disciples. Their authority is delegated to them by the Lord to whom all authority belongs. Their message is to teach disciples from all the nations to obey all that he has commanded them. Their promise and enabling is that the risen Lord will be with them always to the very end of the age. And so we find ourselves, many centuries later, 
with so much church history, good and bad, behind us in that concluding verse. For it is not yet the end of the age. And the promise is to all who go at his command always until the end of time. The gospel that began with Emmanuel, God with us, in the birth of the child ends with Emmanuel, God with us, as we go to preach Christ to the ends of the earth until the end of the age. What he has fulfilled, we must now proclaim. This message is our message as we come together in Jesus' name to recognise that as we do this, we are filling this great commission to bring others together in the name of Jesus. As we think of this, let us come to hear our second item of praise this evening. Hear the call of the kingdom. As we come to the end of our podcast this evening, we want to take time as we recognise God's call upon our lives, the purpose that he has given us as people together, to also continue to pray for one another. 
and the lives that we are living through these days. So let us come together. Uh, Let us pray uh, for the needs of others just now. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we look to what you have called us to, we give you thanks that we can take hold of this purpose, knowing the promise that you have given us. You will never leave us. And Lord, we pray that through these days that we may know that rich presence of you in all that we may do. Lord, we lift up before you those who are hurting through these days. We pray for those, Lord, who are dealing with real hardship at this time, asking, Lord, that they may know of your peace and your comfort and all that they may face. We pray for those who mourn. We pray for those dealing with ill health. We pray for those who are working through conflict at this time. Lord, we pray for those who do not know what uh, way to turn. They feel confused and frightened. And Lord, we ask that you may bring wisdom and grace and love into their lives and what they do. Heavenly Father, we pray uh, just for wisdom as we make plans over these next weeks and months ahead. Lord, as we look to get back together face-to-face in meetings, we pray, Lord, uh, for that sense uh, of being able to do this without worry and without fear, knowing, Lord, that the joy it is to meet together once again in your name. Lord, we lift up before you our young people through these days also. We pray, Lord, for activities to, for them to get back to as well, uh, where we meet together in your name. Lord, we pray as they start back to schools over these weeks as well. We pray for all who work in our schools and for the young people starting back. And Lord, again, we ask that they may stay, be protected in all that they do. And Lord, that they may know a real joy that, being, that it is and being able to sit down at a desk again, and being able to see their friends and to enjoy just time together. And Lord, we want to lift up for you our, our, our church through these days also. Asking, Lord, that through uh, these next weeks, months, and years ahead, that we may have that joy in proclaiming your name, that knowing the purpose that you have called us to, that we may look to uh, outwards to others, showing others who you are and what it means to follow you. Help us know, Lord, of that joy that you will never leave or forsake us. Lord, we ask these things now in the great and in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for listening, everyone, this evening. May you know God's rich blessing throughout this week. And we finish together with the words of the benediction. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God our Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.